Welcome back to another Fresh Young Perspective episode. <laughs> Today we got uh, some two new guests. We have Mark Brathwood in the building, rapper, singer, producer, all around live man still. It's yeah, good. FYP. Yeah, yeah. We also have self named bedroom producer, Efi, in the building. What's up, what's up? What's up, what's up? What's going on? And of course, our usual cast. Oh, it's Sha. What's up? Queen Midas. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I'm Marta. Hello. You always plug your social media. <laughs> Yo, you always plug it. At, at Bless This Beast. And you always say it like that. Yeah, always How else am I supposed to say I it? Know. Yo. Put the oomph in it. See, and I didn't sound like I, beast to me. Right? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then the one time I put the oomph into it, they were like, "Oh, you sound like a Gatorade commercial." <laughs> I, I remember that. But we loved it. Yo, Blue Gatorade is dope. Try one more time. Uh, plus this beast. Oh shit. There you oh. go. That's my Gatorade plug. <laughs> so by the time this episode dropped, we the last episode, remember episode four, we told you to check out Mass Brightwaite. He dropped his album. Phoenix album dropped. It would have been out by now by the time you're hearing this one. <laughs> but we told you to come through at the Gladstone Hotel, so hopefully we see you there. By the time this drops, your album will be out for people to hear. So yeah. everybody check that shit out. So yes. Phoenix. When, when's your next show? Because like I said, they're going to miss this oh, they're one. They're going to miss yeah. this one. Yeah. Okay. Well, we plugged yeah. it on the last episode. <laughs> so last hopefully one. they show up. But yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, any shows coming up? Yeah. Any shows coming up that you want to plug right quick? Off the jump? Um, yeah, August 18th, we're playing Poetry. Hey. Um, actually, I'm playing another release party for uh, Little Lotus. Uh, that's on August 17th. Okay, cool. keep them busy. Gladstone as well. Nice. Hey. And then August the 12th, I'm playing the Ford Waterfront Festival from 4.15 to 5. Hey, so hey, hey. Yeah. Busy all keep summer. Busy. Festivals now, yeah. you know. Jerry Beach team. Right? Hey. Oh. <laughs> Festival season. Nice. Nice. Right? Nice. Cherry nice. Beach. Nice. Festival yeah. season. So, before we get too into it, like, let the people know. Who are you? Yo, For the people that don't um, know you, let them know. I'm a singer, um, songwriter, hip-hop artist, producer. I run a company called MCB Music, which is live events and production. And, um, you know, it's live out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? MarkRathway.com. It is what it is. Check um, it out. I'm working. Working. <laughs> grinding. Busy. Yeah. Grinding. That's grinding. Right. Um, who am I? I, just, I, I? I believe in hard work. I believe in faith. Um, I believe, like, if you put the effort in, then you're going to get the results, you know? Grind and shine, right? Yeah. Right? Grind and shine. I like that. And, like, we're putting together a team. Like, you, you saw some of the joints from the next mixtape now. Right. Yeah. yeah, you so, previewed some you, stuff. Are you gonna us? you're gonna give us a buy? We're gonna get that uh that you know that first new world premiere premiere. We're gonna drop that on our part. Maybe like a snippet. Yeah, we're gonna give us a snippet. We'll insert that. I don't know. I don't know if you want to keep that under your sleeve for now, but for now, for now, for now, keep that close to the chest. I feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For now, check out the album Phoenix. Yeah, you can check that out. But yeah, that's so that's worldwide August fourth, mm-hmm. and then so that's the advanced release date, and then we're and that's across all platforms, that's right? Across all platforms. So Spotify, iTunes, Spotify, everything. everything. Google yeah. Music, Napster. Google mm-hmm. uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yo, who do they holler for? Um, who do they get to for a hard copy if they want that? They can get it through Indie Pool. All right. Or they can hit me up. You see me on the street. I'm gonna have them on me. <laughs> <laughs> just like strap 
seriously. You know when it comes out, like it's gonna, we're, it's finally gonna be warm. It's gonna be like thirty degrees outside. Mark's gonna be there in a trench coat with their suit in his pocket. Let's not sketch at all. Yeah. If, I can, if I can rap you for 30 seconds and get you to like my music, will you buy my mixtape? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one of those. Right? You know? Yo, remember, Tory Lane started the same way, though. Yeah. Lots so, of people did, man. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Lots of people yeah. did. Coming soon. Yo, it's the same price as a title subscription. Okay, okay. okay. $9.99 online. So that's, that's what? Yeah, you're giving us the life. game for $9.99? <laughs> you know, I'm giving up. Advice right. on there too, hope. <laughs> <laughs> so tell, tell, tell them what they're what they're almost to expect. Give um, us like the feeling of the album. Yeah. So like, what was your inspiration for the songs on the album? It's uh, uh, how many tracks are on that bad boy? Ten, ten, ten tracks. On ten there. tracks. Straight um, to the cut. Yeah. Uh, so it's a mix of genres. There's some dance elements in there, some jazz elements. On the rise uh, with Coleman Hell is very like kind of has a dreams money can buy type of feel. Okay. A little bit, but more upbeat. Yeah. Rain is a little more smooth. Right, yeah, yeah. Rain's sound. a seductive track. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, your button up shirt unbuttons. Yeah. <laughs> Still dancing in the rain kind of jazz. Yeah, it's real sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out Sideways for producing those tracks. All homegrown. Yeah, homegrown. All Toronto producers. Um, Exit Muse produced Sunrise and um, Rose. With yes. another guy called Newgun. Shout out yeah. to Exit one time. Yeah. yeah. What up, Exit? So you're um, working with some some people homegrown from Toronto. What's yeah. it like to work in the city? How do you find the culture here? Um, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> that, that might have been the safest answer. <laughs> yeah. in my damn life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, could, so you, you could be honest here. You could be honest here. It's a mix. It's, it's a little bit of a war out here. More than liquid. Yeah, it's a really crowded space. It is a war. There's so many. Every market's oversaturated, right? So Fair enough. So now yeah. we have to, like, we're really working to, like, distinguish ourselves. And that's the thing. The pack of. Nice. Yeah, so that's what we were talking about in our first episode. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's rough. Rough times. Our first episode going backwards, door. we're comparing Toronto's music scene to Chicago, where everyone in Chicago works together, everyone's right. building everyone up, everyone's uplifting each other. Mm -hmm. and in the way that Toronto's set up right now, everyone has to punch, fight, scrap. It's a mm -hmm. deaf-ass thing just to get noticed. <laughs> Like we're waiting for a collective from Toronto yeah. to kind of rise together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing that, well, from our perspective, like we mm -hmm. don't see those outlets for people to get together and kind of right. do what they need to yeah. do. Right. So you coming as from the artist side, tell us what, what the view's like for you. It's been a mix. Like, yeah, some people, like, when you first, when you first start, like, they're doubtful of what you can do. Like, well, yeah. Kanye, you know, he had the same sort of struggle in the beginning. I like, feel like, yeah, that's a universal yeah. artist experience for yeah. sure. Yeah, so the first year, I had a, not too, not too bad a time. It's like we had, the first year I started the solo artist thing mm -hmm. for MGK. Mm -hmm. That was like, okay, that's a good look. But then, like, <laughs> that was that show in uh, Barry? In Barry at the yeah. ranch, yeah. Hold so. on, so you gotta take us back. How the hell did that even happen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, um, I competed uh, in a competition called, um, Proving Ground. Proving Ground. So it was me and four other MCs got to do one song, open up for MGK. Oh, shit. Um, Peter Jackson was supposed to be there. He actually got caught in the snow because it was so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very in the wintertime. Very in the wintertime. Snow's taller than... <laughs> 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 okay, what happened? 
Okay. And they have connections to like Red Man, Method Man, like mm. all of that. Like that's like New York hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're well connected out there. So that was like a good. Okay, let's put that on the res and like shop that yeah. as much as I can. Yeah. What song? What song did you use to win the competition? Um, I played. A, well, I did on the rise and rain. Oh. <laughs> those, were, those were the only two songs out at yeah. the time, right? So it was like, okay, that's like I don't really have to think. <laughs> yeah, you're like, all right, so I either got one and two or one and two. All right, I guess I'm going with one and two. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it. Yeah, man. And so, yeah, so what was that? That was like, your first, like, big stage. What was yeah. that like? Crazy. MGK had groupies. Yo, I hear he puts on, like, he's one of those under, or I'll call him underground just because he's not, like, at the ACC, but yeah. he's one of those people who I hear, like, literally goes Hey, I'm like his his fans so, ride from him for day from day one. They yeah. go crazy. So I could imagine like what was the energy like when you walked in the venue? Like Us. even you being like his music is a little bit you know like it's yeah. hip hop, but it's yeah. a little bit more like rock and roll hip hop. And yeah. like on the rise and like you, like those songs are a little bit more like you know yeah, yeah like R and B. So yeah. how did that like fuse like? You know what? Fans just show love. All very, right. Very hip hop fans are like. That's a thing. Very all seven of them. No. Yo, that's where they get. Yo, I'm telling you, like all Halifax. When you, like people selling out Halifax and all these places that like Toronto people wouldn't really fuck with. Like yeah. those are the fans that like that's where you need to get into, especially Absolutely. when you're on the rise. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Book a flight to Halifax. Pop explosion. You know, next year, man. Um, but yeah, uh, it was it was crazy energy, like fifteen hundred people in there. And if that's the capacity of it, right? Yeah, like, yeah it was, that's a sold out crowd. Out. Yeah. And people were asking me, "Yo, can you get me backstage?" And like, oh, <laughs> I've never had that before in my life. Your like, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so many Spanish girls, like more Spanish girls than Barry had ever seen. All right, everyone get on the bus. Let's go. Yeah, the bears. Like, Please let me have your bus. Like in my head. Yeah, you're like, chill. You're like, yeah, so invite me for the rest of the tour. Yeah. So I'm assuming, yeah, I know you have photos with him. Like, yeah. what was he like? Did he give you any tips? Was he um, doing his own thing? Was he just he like, yo, good job? Tips, but yeah, he was definitely like fucking with the music for sure. He was rocking with those singles. And I gave him my CD, just like chopped it up with him and his team. And, you know, it's, it's so like, I've, you learn so much about how to, like, if you want to work with someone, like, you can't really come at them on a like kumbaya level. Yeah. Like, you kind of have to take their market share away, you know, like, to an extent. Like, that's it, man. Like, you have to take their market share. Like, but I just find that that's, like, one of the most effective things is, like, the more I've been striving to do that, like, the more people have been like, yo, like, you want to work, you want to work. They see, like, I'm going for it. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things, right? Because a lot of people say they're going to do this, they're going to do this, or they they wait for whatever, right? Yeah. As long as you show that kind of consistency, people are like, yeah. Oh shit. Oh no, he's the real deal type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then following that, mm-hmm. showing as Ethan said, like showing that consistency. Hey, we have like a kind of an idea, a thought that we want to kind of put <laughs> to the table so everyone can jump in on this. So you can start first if you'd like. But what are your thoughts in like artist transparency? You know how there's before like Frank Ocean, for example. 
Okay. He falls off the earth. Legit. <laughs> this motherfucker disappears. <laughs> he has a he has like a Tumblr blog which he kind of sort of is active on. Tumblr of all things. And then <laughs> like, and then what? boom, blonde comes out, right? Like, yeah. Then, and like everybody was ex- anticipating that album for like years, right? Yes. But yes. nobody heard from him while it was being made. Nobody yeah. knew anything. About yeah. Him. Then there are artists that show you the entire process. So like, mm-hmm. here's my first idea. Mm-hmm. Here's a blah, the whiteboard that I wrote all the tracks on. Mm-hmm. Here's a, me live streaming in the studio making the beat. Here's right. me live streaming mm-hmm. in the studio making the song. Yeah. Here's a post of what like my album cover's gonna look like. Here's yeah. a post. Okay, of easy. Like, You're overwhelming me right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying. But, no, yeah, like, yeah. I show you every step of the yeah. way. And, and the and fans then, are part of the process. And the fans are like feel yeah. they feel like it comes together. So I'm wondering like what side of the fence is everyone on right. in terms of artist transparency? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you like in this social media age? Because. <laughs> uh, I remember this being a thing back when like Wiz Khalifa yes. and them were first coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I brought this up on another episode where yeah. you could see them. He'd be like, yo, I'm, people would send him a bunch of beats and he would listen on the beats. He'd do a one, two, freestyle on them. And then he'd like, some beats, he's like, yo, I'm fucking with this. And then he'd play like two or three times. And then mm-hmm. like the next mixtape, you'd hear him spit a song on that beat. And you're like, yo, well, I was at the live show mm-hmm. where yeah. he was streaming and yeah, he listened to this beat. Stream. I was there. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, like, what are your thoughts? We'll go around the table. <laughs> yeah, so live streams are an interesting thing that, like, mm-hmm. not a lot of artists do, but the ones that do, it's like they use a it really big well. part of their, their show. Yeah, they're so, like thing. grow your yeah. art, like grow your fan base. Uh, yeah, it's like do you, let, do you just like drop thing, the music yeah. and disappear, let the music speak for itself, or do you like to be like, yo, come on, fam, let's go for a ride. Let me show you every step of the way. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you two being like the musical creatives in the room, I let you all start, and then yeah. us being on the outside, we'll let you know how that is. <laughs> okay. I think transparency is huge. Like, um, I think it's a huge part of like involving your fans in your mm-hmm. process. For me, like, I think it's especially essential that indie artists do it mm-hmm. even more so than the majors, and the majors do it too. Yeah, because yeah. like, they sure kind of yeah. force their hand, right? Yeah, but like, I like to share teasers on Instagram of what I'm working on. Like, mm-hmm. I like to okay. show the artwork before the record is out. It's like this just helps hype it up even more. Okay, you know. Um, live streams, we haven't like experimented with that as much, um, but we're thinking we'll do like a Facebook live stream or like mm-hmm. a, whatever, like an Instagram thing, start to, of the rehearsals or something, right. so yeah, people yeah. can feel like part of it. Yeah, yeah, I mess with it for sure. I think it's essential, absolutely essential, like especially on like Instagram, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Wherever your fan base is. Uh, kind some of people thing. do Periscope. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's so many platforms. Yeah, there's literally yeah. like hundreds. Now yeah. you can do yeah. live stream whatever, like mm-hmm. any, any. What about you, EP? I don't know. I think uh, that one's a little bit, not that I necessarily disagree with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I would say with a topic like this, it's kind of uh, one of those things where it's a fine balancing act. Right? Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. can never, I don't think you can, first of all, there's never one or wrong, one right or wrong Right, yeah, right? the success totally. stories with both. Yeah. Yeah. Go and list up everything you said, plus show them every single meal in between. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. <laughs> well chop that shit up, they'll, they'll love it, right? For yeah. sure. Other fans, will, other fans that you have musically, they'll say, okay, yo, chill out, this is too yeah. much. I just, just get to the music. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Yeah. For me, I guess my stance is on if I had to be, if you want to put it either left or right, like which side of it, and then saying um, no transparency on the left, transpar- full transparency on the right, um, let's say 47% of the way on the left side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say mm-hmm. definitely, definitely kind of do fan service to, mm-hmm. your, to your base and show, give them little teasers and hints and whatnot, but mm-hmm. you can't be giving them everything in that mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. And even, I look at it, I guess, from almost, I guess like a, like a business standpoint. Yeah. You, you mm-hmm. can't be giving all of it away. 
Totally. Yeah. Then nobody wants your stuff. Nobody's gonna pay for it. They piece it together. Yeah. Ideally, you're trying to get paid in a sense, right? Like you need to. It's it's a business. You have to draw on the money, and if you give everything away for free, they're not. They're they're so used to not paying, then you're like, whoa. Wait, how much? Yeah. Transparency from a musical standpoint. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You're, you're, you're Beyonce, you look at right. Nina, right. You look yeah. at Jay, Jay's not the highest caliber artist. You know yeah. I mean? Cole's album coming out of nowhere type of thing. Zero right? one. Yeah. Yeah. The music, the music content spoke volumes. Yeah. Levels to it. You know yeah. what I mean? And mm. they're they're out here doing numbers. And fans, sure. I I personally think that fans love that because they know, okay, you know what? This is this is legit, the real deal. And I'm setting I'm setting I guess the precedent that whenever something gets dropped musically, you know it's gonna be fire. Yeah. Not necessary on the other token. If I'm dropping something every day musically, mm-hmm. not all of it's gonna be fine. You know? Well, so yeah. I'm just drop this one heavy hitting quality project. Yeah. Totally. Right. Like that, yeah. Disappear for months at a well, time. I think, see, yeah. That's yeah. The, again, that's yeah. when we get back to that balancing act because disappear for months in the sense that you gotta understand these artists, they're humans too. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Some of, they, some of them maybe they're going through something. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they don't want to be on the grid, and I get that, and I can empathize with that. You know, what I mean? that's why I say it's a it's a balancing, it's a balancing act. act. It's yeah. A fine line. Yeah, I think it's like it depends on who your market is. Because if you're trying to like be a pop star and appeal to the younger kids or whatever, mm-hmm. then they're really into that being connected they and like totally, the yeah, yeah, and seeing what it's like. And it just kind of depends on the kind of artist that you are. But I do think like you touched on something important, which is like the stuff that you do show has to be quality caliber mm-hmm. of stuff that you'd actually want people to. Like make you pay attention. Because then you dilute yourself, right? Totally, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it's that exactly. Like, don't show something that's not that's not up there. Yeah, Yeah. because then you're 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 just like anybody else, right? right? Yeah, you're trying to be higher than everybody else. You're trying to be more. You're trying to be better quality. So yeah, I think it's like ideally like they're like people want to be a part of something special, right? Totally. And like something that makes it special. That's important. Yeah, it's different when, like, J. Cole, like, which is weird because you don't hear about him, but mm-hmm. obviously when he comes out with the documentary right after, you see, like, okay, somebody was there, somebody's documenting exactly. the process, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, then you get to, like, once you take it in, yeah. and I think that was his, it's probably his intention. Totally. You know, like, okay, let me drop, let them digest the message, and then I'll show them what's behind, mm-hmm. you know, kind of lift up that veil. And, like, you see him even, like, messing around with, like, his bass guitar and him <laughs> fucking up every single chord and, like, somebody coming in behind him and, like, yeah, yeah. you know, and you see him rewriting, and I'm like, so, oh. Like, imagine the impact if we saw that on Instagram versus like seeing it this way and the way that he presented it to us. But that's the thing. He controls it, right? He's controlling every single frame. Yeah, like imagine someone posts that and you're like, what the fuck is J. Cole strumming the bass? (laughs) Why is he he not hitting a damn note? But the other thing is too, which is something that you said, is like, it's Mm -hmm. kind of different if it's like an indie artist or somebody lesser known versus somebody like J. Cole who is established and who is... Because like J. Cole used to do way more of this kind of stuff when he was like... And he talks about it. Yeah. Like he's like young on Twitter like, trying to get a follow. Totally. <laughs> in his Friday Night Lights days, like he used to do it way yeah. more, and he did do live streams and that kind of stuff too. So like, yeah, it depends kind of where you're at. Yeah, yeah, and who your your market is. So I guess it's right. like once you're growing, it's it, it you have to get your name out there. You have yeah. to get yeah. people know who you are, what your music's yeah. associated you're trying with, to establish and then as you kind of get that to that bubble, you kind of totally. you can pull away. But yeah. on the flip side of that. 
Uh, do you guys remember, like, way back in the day when The weekend was just, like, a blurred face with a bunch of videos on YouTube, and then, yeah. like, he blew up because of that? Like, yeah. he yeah. did the exact opposite of that. Right. And that is what made him People got so curious. big, We're because like, everybody never, yeah, was so curious. No one curious. knew if it was a solo or a group. No one knew totally. if it was a guy or a girl. I thought it was a group yeah. this entire time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, legit. I thought yeah. it was a group. I'm like, oh, it's the same guy. Wait, yeah. where's Wait, the It's one yeah. dude. And, and, yeah. then, and then you get like the, a picture with the back of his head, and you're trying to like tilt yeah, your own like, head. Wait, <laughs> do I And yeah. like, I feel like for a while, people didn't know he was from Toronto, and then like that became known. So then like, even in here, it was like, oh, yeah, everyone's asking Do we know him? And that know this guy yeah, see yeah. the weekend is such an interesting case because yeah. it's like yo he literally he's one of those instrumental people in toronto where it's just like mm -hmm. people don't really know or fuck with toronto music mm -hmm. up until that point and it's just like oh he's from toronto They're like what the fuck is toronto music yeah and then you get like this kind of like weird yeah. sound that's dark. not totally. right it's yeah. dark gritty moody yeah. Yeah. right very yeah. like sensual yeah. but very like sometimes yeah. violent yeah. you yeah. get what i'm saying yeah, he made it sure. all work and it's just like oh yeah you fucking Toronto kids. I know y'all crazy. <laughs> I know y'all crazy. Yeah, but it, yeah. that was like, that process to me was like so fascinating. And yeah. to, to a degree, I kind of wished, even at the time, that he like pushed that a little bit further. But mm -hmm. like, that first show he did at the Mod Club, mm -hmm. that he I wish like. I great venue. I wish oh my I God. went. But uh, me too. <laughs> and I planned to go, but like, that, because he was selling tickets from like some random store in Chinatown or in Kensington Market or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's so that good. was the only place to get tickets, and they sold out within an hour because people were anticipating like, this the, so who much. Because they were the, see exactly. Him. Yeah. We can finally see this guy's first show. Do you and like, how much tickets were? I, they, they were, were not cheap. expensive. They were like, they were like fifteen bucks. Yeah, I swear yeah, they were twenty dollars. Yeah, and I like I planned to go and I was working that day <laughs> and I was like I want to get tickets yeah. to this. Yeah. yeah, but then like I saw on Twitter that they were gone. I remember so like the day it was, like, after. Instant trolling YouTube being like someone yes. must have uploaded something and I remember now magazine being like they wrote this whole like article because it, the whole show was no cameras no media yeah right. so you weren't it's allowed to like record that, yeah. it so, and they were like the headline literally was like we did it anyways yeah. <laughs> because of course they because did. of course you would <laughs> yeah and so I remember reading that article too yeah yeah wow. I think yeah. I knew the girl who wrote it but that's another story um <laughs> But yeah, as well. I remember like going on YouTube and like trying to listen to him and being like, "Does he hit the notes?" And like he totally. he sounded all kinds of nervous, and you could just but you could just feel that everyone was just quiet and just like in awe. Yeah. Like, Holy shit! What, and they were like, "This is really is happening." Do you think so, they notice like, "Yo, something something's changing. Like something is definitely something special about this guy." Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why people were like flocking to that show, yeah. right? Like. So that, but going back to our original conversation, that's like the flip side of the yeah, yeah, that's of the, so it's kind mm -hmm. of like where where how are you marketing yourself? You yeah, you're right. Have you can play that delivery that. either way. Yeah. even even uh, Captain Murphy, right? Mm hmm. Yes. Yeah. Captain Murphy came out of nowhere, dropped a song with Earl Sweatshirt, well known, well <laughs> known, but also kind of mysterious. You know, he had his whole thing where he was sent to fucking. Free Earl, free Earl. Yeah, Where did yeah, he go? Yeah. <laughs> He's fucking in like boot camp. Bo boarding school or something. Yeah, boarding Samoa, school, boot camp yeah. in Samoa. <laughs> anyway, so a song comes out of nowhere with like a pitch corrected, uh, deep voice rapping on an amazing beat. And you're like, oh shit, uh, I was featuring Earl Sweatshirt. And you listen to it. It only came out on Adult Swim. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what the fuck is yeah. this? And you're like, oh, the beat's produced by Flying Lotus. Okay, that guy's sick. Oh yeah. shit. But who the fuck's Captain Murphy? And everyone, yeah, everyone was speculating. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, is it Tyler the Creator with a voice modulator? Is yeah. it maybe Earl? And they like made 
Odd Future made parody videos where Tyler was pretending it was him. Yeah. And, that's <laughs> and then everybody was like, this looks fake, but is it fake? Like, wow, what? Because that's such an Odd Future thing. To exactly. Do. They're so, always fucking with their, like, their totally audience right. all the time. Yeah, you yeah. can't take them seriously, but, like, their music is always on yeah. point. Like, they put out some of the fiery shit yeah. ever. Absolutely. And then, yeah. so, yeah, you're listening to Between Friends, like, on repeat, and you're like, oh, this song is so fucking sick, but who the fuck is this mm-hmm. guy? And you're trying to, like, pick out the lyrics, so, like, who raps like this? Who raps with this cadence? Who uses this odd? Uh, who talks about this kind of shit? Yeah. And then um, mm-hmm. it's nothing. He appears on Twitter for next thing you know, and I followed him with the quickness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he, it was like early in his Twitter account, so he like followed me back, but he doesn't use Twitter anymore. And then. <laughs> um, <laughs> mess with you sound sad. Right? <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm shedding a thug tear. Uh, then, yeah, next thing you know, he's like, yo, I'm going to drop a tape. And uh, yeah. it's right around the time, this is like an aside, it's right around the time when um, .xxx websites were allowed to be made. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. so his website was CaptainMurphy.xxx, and you'd click it, and you'd have to watch this like weird-ass cut-together video, and then like then you could download and listen to the mixtape. And the mixtape was called Duality, and you're like, okay, Duality, two things, what does yeah. it mean? Wow. And you're still, no one knows who it is yet. You find out that he's gonna do a performance in I can't remember where. LA. Somewhere, yeah. Just, LA. just one performance, not even a tour. Just, a just one, one yeah, performance. Just one, show. Like, just one show. <laughs> he's on stage in a mask, fucking cape. And I remember, like, he he even like ran out in that mask to the crowd when they were waiting in line, yeah. and everybody was like freaking out because they're like, "Is this him? We yep. don't know. Nobody knows who yeah. this guy is." And he jumps on stage, does the songs. At the end of the, or in the middle of the show, I think he pulled off the mask. Oh. It's fucking Flying Lotus. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Flying Lotus adopted a rapper persona. Yeah. Just like uh, Mad Lib. That's yeah. 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 So that's the kind of thing where it's, again, you're building that allure yeah, because yeah. there's nothing. That's such just, excitement. That yeah, right? so that's literally good. like a firecracker. It's so good. So it's like, yeah, I could see the end, how well it works on that side. We could see, we have case studies for this shit. <laughs> we, have, we have case studies for how it worked on, how it worked out for The weekend, how it worked out for Cat Murphy, how it worked out for all these other people. Yeah. And we have case studies on the flip side of like, uh, how it builds anticipation. Totally, uh, yeah. How yeah, you get, yeah. a, how you build a following when you're smaller. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, the one thing that's in common with all of them is that everybody kind of, regardless of whether they're transparent or not, they yeah. all adopt their own way of doing it. Exactly. exactly. It's all yeah. individualistic. Yeah. You can make it your own, and you're being transparent. Yep. Yeah, yeah for sure. Doing it. Clearly, right. Weekend and uh, Flying Lotus figured their own way to do it on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Point, but, yeah. You, know, you gotta own that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's like that's one thing is like we talked about all these platforms or whatever. It's all in your own control yeah, now exactly. because of all these resources that yeah. are available. So that's, you could be your own A and R. Yeah, I mean you have to. At you're this your, point. Own manager, your own manager. You're your own media team. You're your yeah. own. You're yeah. your own PR team. Yeah, yeah. you're everything. Especially today. Yeah. yeah, because you have the capability. Exactly. Totally. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like that was just like a thought that came in speaking speaking about being an artist, you know, mm-hmm. up and coming and all of that. Mm-hmm. So let's bring it back now to your musical process. We mentioned on Phoenix, you have ten songs, and yeah. then the songs are from earlier in your career to some being, oh, what like a year ago, yeah, yeah. year or two ago. And so like, what's your process? What's your process then? Has it changed? Like, walk oh, us man. through that. Yeah, we're dropping you with them fast. <laughs> yeah, and we're prepared. Huh? Yo, no, yo, I'm curious though, because like not a, not often you get to. Talk oh, don't to worry, me. you'll get that question too, Mr. Yeah. Veteran Producer. Just <laughs> <laughs> formulate your answer. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. Do you need pen and paper? Sponsor. Mark, you got me too, right? Do <laughs> <laughs> the discovery if you want. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, um, when I first started with like the first two singles, um, 
I was writing with uh, Rube Cali, who's um, one of my drummers. Um, so we would come up with these progressions, like we came up with progression for rain, like just the mm. chords first. And then I would come up with like the lyrics over it. On the rise, I heard Dreams Money Can Buy, and I was like, mm -hmm. these chords are really inspiring, but I want to make it like more upbeat, mm -hmm. like different, and like more of like a grind mm -hmm. type song. So I started with those chords, and then just lyrically composed stuff over it. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's always different. Like, Rose, we brought in Macy Paquette, who's super dope, and for On the Rise, we brought in Coleman Hell, both dope artists, and like, they contributed their parts. Like, I didn't, I didn't write their verses or anything like that. Um, and like, Sideways, they came up with like a bridge idea for On the Rise, and like, Rain, they would throw up. Like, like they would think of like a, a thing to go in the background yeah. over right, right, it right, changes right, the right. feel of it. Right. Like, yeah, 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 so it's like... Like the details are important. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right? so it's a lot of collaboration. Yeah, a lot of collabs. Um, and like more recently, like I was showing you some of the joints from the mixtape. Mm -hmm. um, the working title is My Time. Mm -hmm. My okay. Time mixtape. So it's September 30. And of September. Yeah, September 30th. So FYP. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So first you got this album coming out and then you're yeah. anticipating this. Another mixtape. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with them, it's so interesting. Yeah, so, so what's your latest talented. process like? like? Like, do you hear the beat first and you're like, let me write to this? Like, yeah, it's been a work? lot of that because yeah. like, mm. they have some like crazy production skills where they like just bring in these like ready, completed, complete packages mm -hmm. right okay. so, so it's just like so then lyrically i'm just like hey i gotta deliver on top of this right yeah the pressure right yeah. yeah yeah i can't i can't that's yeah i gotta come correct but that's a good thing yeah. right like you gotta it's forcing you to set, yeah yeah set the bar yeah. high yeah. yeah so here and there i'll add parts to their beats as well because mm -hmm. i like to produce right so yeah. it's just like i'll add some synth parts yeah. i love my synth parts my chords <laughs> you know, so toronto so, yeah. Chords, <laughs> yeah. 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 man. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so main, but mainly like we build on on beats that are like not always pre-made, but like in process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then sometimes we'll start with the lyrics and go from there. So right, it depends. Right. Okay, so yeah. do you have to be in like a specific mindset to create, or is it like yo they walk into the door and you guys just start like right away? You uh, guys kind of just jump well, into it. A, yeah, we had a session yesterday. And yeah, do you like pour out some honey? Um. Yeah, uh, no, not really. I mean, here and there, like, we'll have, like, a beer or two or whatever. <laughs> we start. No Henny yet. I mean, that's next level. Like, <laughs> after the album's yeah, out. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, we're, we're, like, productive. Like, the first couple sessions were, like, kind of brainstorming, like, mm -hmm. marketing, like, just thinking about how, like, as you guys were saying, like, how we want to... Business, yeah. Yeah, like, business-wise, how do we want to market it? How do we want to get more fans? Yeah. 
you know, how much do we want to show image? our fans? Exactly. Yeah. And like, and like, what's the image? And like, what are we gonna stand for? And like, mm-hmm. we thought about that first. Totally. Yeah. And then, then we started working. Then yeah. built from that. That makes sense. Yeah. Too. And then it started. Being know like, who you are first. Yeah, yeah, like who you're, who you're, who you're kind of producing. <laughs> I was waiting for work. someone to throw that in. It wasn't gonna be me. I thought it, I thought it was gonna slide. I thought it was, it was gonna oh, slip yeah. out. Yeah. That yeah. wouldn't be a thing. It was on his mind though. You see where he is though. It's on his mind. He's giving the biggest thing face right now. Yo, it's pretty great. Anyway, bounce passing it over to Efi. Like, what's your process when you're putting together beats? And, so yeah. first of all, like, talk about a little bit about what you do. So what I do, so I'm very, I like to say right now, I'm very kind of entry level when it comes to this this whole music world. I'm just, it's it's one of those things where I just love music at the end of the mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Right now, do I do it full time as a career? No, long shot at the end of the day, would I love to? 100%. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to, trying to, I guess, kind of learn the ins and outs of what I need to do, whether it be the actual creative musical side of things mm-hmm. or the technical side of things, or even as Mark just said, the business aspect. Of it. But again, there's this. Levels to this shit. Yeah, <laughs> you so, say that. Lots eh? of them. All right. In in that in that regard, before I even start thinking about the the business aspect of things, mm-hmm. I gotta get the, the creative aspect of things down. I gotta get the technical side of things down. So I guess right. that's where I'm at right now, which is why I have that that bedroom producer title. Mm-hmm. But it's one, those, <laughs> it's one of those things where I can. The more I do it, the more the more I'm learning. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And you I, build a comfort level that's in huge. a sense. Yeah. It's literally that level up with each session I do. It's solo or whether it's with a couple friends here and there. It's as long as I'm taking something away at, mm-hmm. from it at the right. end of the day that helps me in my, my future productions. That's that's right. kind of what I'm all about right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, in terms of my overall process, I'm telling you right now, and I think this is not even just a musical kind of thing, but I, regardless of if you're an actor or you're a visual artist or whatever it may be, inspiration will come to you in many many different ways. Mm-hmm. It's I feel like it's not one thing that I can say okay. Know what? Oh, Saturday, it's three o'clock right now. So on my calendar, it says I gotta produce. I'm gonna go and just right. creating fire. It can't. It's hold that key for fire. It's not always gonna happen. It's not a switch. <laughs> even, even yesterday, I was uh, I was out in my little kind of den studio, makeshift studio for about three hours, just just messing with shit, mm-hmm. just, just mm-hmm. trying to get ideas and whatnot. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I came up with something. Just, but again, it's. Before I went to that session, there were certain things I didn't even know how to do. So it was like, mm-hmm. it was like literally a learning process, and it's like, right. oh shit, that actually sounds kind of hella dope. You flip a sample like this, you reverse it, you pitch shift it, and whatnot. I got something that potentially I do want to kind of work with. Yeah. But there's also times like inspiration will literally come at, come at you out, out the blue. You can mm-hmm. wake up and you're like, oh shit, I hear this this melody in my head. So literally, I'll take my my voice memos on my phone and I'll literally hum the, mm-hmm. the kind of melody, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then next time I go back in the, the little my session or whatever, I'll try bring up a, a piano synth or whatever or whatever it may be try to get try to literally lay that down like digitally yeah so right. that i can kind of build from there hey that works out for a lot of people that work that should work for michael jackson yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah. he woke and he up did all right. yeah, he fucking front flipped out of bed he, 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 he moonwalked over and just like made the just i think it was billy jean that he heard mm. in his sleep yeah. He just woke, he front flipped out of bed. And, and that's crazy how many stories you like you hear like that. Yeah. Like even I remember like Neo, like with your writing process, he's like, listen, if it goes 15 minutes, I'm overdoing it. And like yeah. sometimes I could be like, you know, just playing with kids and something hits me and yeah. then I gotta go in, you know? Yeah, and, and, that yeah, yeah. legit. So I find that cool. Yeah. You don't know if you're gonna get something that good again. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really For sure. With me, sometimes I'll be inspired. I'll just be like kind of messing around with different synths or whatever, just playing different chord progressions. But the next day, I'm just working on creating a different drum drum pattern drum mm-hmm. I'm like oh right. shit okay I don't have any instrumentals behind this but right now I'm just 
right now I'm feeling the beat and where, where I want things to go and it kind of progresses from there. Nice. But I guess overall, I'm trying to divide the, the technical aspect of things from the, the artistic side of things. Right, right. okay. So right now, yeah. or I would say back when I first got started, I was wasting my time on that technical side of things. Like, okay, mm-hmm. which which um, which screen do I need to get into mm-hmm. to get my, my hi-hats right? Or which uh, which compressor do I need and how do which setting do I need? So right now, when I find something I like from my technical side of things, I'll save it, I'll save it as a template, I'll so I can mm. recall it or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm not so that it's easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're letting it more exactly. be a creative flow, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, I think you touched on like learning every time you do it, right? 100%. Like you get more comfortable with the tech stuff. And, and I feel like that's something like, sure, I'm going to get to the point of like mastery where I get totally, like, yeah. 80%, 90% of like the majority of what I'm trying to do. But mm-hmm. I feel like whether it's today, five years, 10 years, it's mm-hmm. always going to be something. There's always something oh, yeah, to learn, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's yeah. something that just keeps evolving, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you never know it all. Yeah, exactly. And in a sense, yeah. it's like that hunger that just keeps I you, like, that. playing. Just that. keep, you know, yeah. growing with the music. Yeah. What is your SoundCloud? My SoundCloud? Mm-hmm. Right now, I, t- I don't even touch my SoundCloud anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sound dust cloud. Right? <laughs> 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 we got we to gotta take the cobwebs off of that thing. Mm-hmm. Right now, my, uh, my producer name is Yoso. Yoso. Y-O-H-S-O. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so once it's polished, you know, we'll post a link for y'all to find and listen to and bump that shit. Yeah. You send some positive energy. Right? Send positive energy over to Yoso. So we're gonna we've been positive, we've been touching on all the pretty side of Toronto. We have our we have an artist now, we could get into the grimy and the gully. So Yes. The real real <laughs> number one. I know everyone's been paying attention. Uh, we even tweeted an article about this, uh, about CBC, posted a little video about it, mm-hmm. though many touch on why venues closing. But anyway, uh, venues in the city <laughs> closing like down for condos. Everything's becoming Ooh, a fucking yeah. condo, right? So Toronto condo city. Well, you, not necessarily just condos, but like mm-hmm. commercial rent is yeah. like out of this fucking world. Yeah. And uh, landlords are like, oh, you're only paying me 10 grand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This next person can pay me 20. Like, why the so fuck? So we're going to raise your rent you to 20. Here? Yeah. Which you can't afford, therefore which, you got to go. Which forces businesses. <laughs> yeah. I don't gotta go home. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right? So with that happening, and a lot of the smaller like indie venues that people could get their feet First, wet and you yeah. know mm-hmm. break a leg on stage and shit to really practice their sound. Mm-hmm. With all those closing down, how has that affected? I know you're a little higher up than just like baseline indie, but like do you mm-hmm. still see that as an issue right now with trying to book gigs or like you? I know you're now having to reach out and find partnerships with other places like you did with poetry yeah. and Gladstone. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Let us know um, thoughts and feels, all like, the things. Do you notice a difference from, like, say, maybe five years ago till now? In yeah, terms of, for sure. Okay. For sure. You can see it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's still the news, like, what? Uh, still the dollars? That's yep. Still, yeah. yeah. Still the dollar closed. Yeah. The Hoxton closed. Yeah, the Hoxton. Hoxton closed. All right. It closed a long time ago. Yeah, it did. Doug Pierce for Hoxton. Studio Bar just closed. Studio Bar just closed. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to the owner about doing a show there. Yeah. Last month. See, yeah, it, and it was, did he did did, did you did you get like, a sense I, that something was? I didn't sense anything. About the that, thing with them like, was that it was super sudden because they yeah. were like, I read that they were uh, negotiating with the landlord, mm-hmm. and then they decided to close to be like, well, we're gonna leave. Yeah. Is that are you gonna do something for us? And it. And they're like, fuck you. Are you going to help out the man them? And yeah. they're like, nope. <laughs> they're like, nope. See ya. They're already changing <laughs> the locks. So yeah. like, oh, you're still yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like they, they super last minute canceled a bunch of events that had been planned. Yeah. Do you yeah. know where they ended up uh, 
re, like where they end well, up. Well, they the owner has a like other spaces in the city, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that bar in itself is not becoming another thing up there, as far as I know. But one of the last shows, so we did one of the last shows at the Hard Rock too. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, 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 that closed yeah, like, also. So yeah, I think that's going to be like Shoppers or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is so exactly. weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. how are you going to take something so culturally, there. like, yeah. ne- necessary yeah. and, like, change it into a Shoppers drug? Like, do we really need another Shoppers drug market? No. Man's got to get them optimum points. Like, <laughs> Damn. So we can get them away from the, from a, the other one. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. It's painful. There's one in the mall. There's one at Young and Dun. Like, really? There's one on every freaking corner. It's not necessary. Get your drug somewhere else, okay? <laughs> Support your local junk dealer. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So like, it's been it's been a rougher time, and it goes back to what you're saying. Right now, it's a war zone because yeah, the shit, legit buildings get blown up, things yeah. are falling apart in a war zone, right? Like you gotta hide in a cave. Like where are the yeah. venues at? Everything's going away. It's, it's yeah. a hard time for these people right now. Like it's a rough time being it's a rough. creative. Trust yeah. me. Um, and then you get like it's 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 competition not just with the corporate side but yeah. also with the majors right like they right. are in competition with the majors as well totally right? so yeah it's like, and the f- more the smaller venues cut out the m- mm-hmm. the fewer choices you have so yeah. you are more competing with exactly the yeah because yeah. like, like, there's not that much right it's to like do. well either you can go to silver dollar or yeah. like what's go your play capacity? at rebel and you're right? like but i don't have rebel capacity money like, yeah mm-hmm. yeah they're like help. well sorry molson yeah. apple theater like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like what yeah and then molson uh Apple-Theater. Right? I know. Stage, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Excuse you. Watch your mouth. It's still Shitty Bear Stadium, whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, then the last thing we want to touch on again um, on the grimier side of the Toronto music scene. Yeah. Let us know. You kind of touched on it before, but uh, I want to go back to a specific moment. And then you can mention others that have happened with you being an independent artist, mm-hmm. rapper specifically, dealing with the up and coming music Toronto scene. So, mm-hmm. do you, can you. Tell us a little bit about that Z103 event, that contest oh. that was put on. That was a big waste of everyone's time. <laughs> it was. It was frustrating. Um, so start from the jump, how you heard about it, yeah. what you did, um, and what ended up happening. Yeah. Well, Marta told me about the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> so how, did, how did you hear I about like, it? I just saw it on Twitter, and I tagged Mark, mm-hmm. and I tagged another Toronto artist, Deja, in it, and they both mm-hmm. ended up applying for this thing yeah so what was the thing uh so it's called fun me fest mm-hmm. and it was an opportunity and so it was a contest to win 20 grand uh from z103 to like help kind of catapult your right. artist yeah. career right yeah so you know, right. on yeah, the surface you, you, it looks mm. legit yeah, because Z103 is not a small name. Yeah. It's like, you get what I'm saying? They're, they're That's by a, no established. means broke. Yeah. So, exactly. So it was one of those things where it looked legit. The marketing behind it seemed legit. The promoter, uh, he's, you know, he's grinding it. He's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Like, to their credit, like, they stuck to the rules. I'll be fair. Like, they stuck to the rules or whatever it was, the submission rules. The guy, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people didn't read that shit. Right. Like, everybody thought maybe they were going to perform. It came down to you were getting submitted, and then they're going to choose the top 10 people right. to okay. perform live. Right. And so I went into it knowing that's what it was. Yeah, okay. Because you read the paperwork. Exactly. Right. A lot, so a so lot of people... Right, they can, their thing is going to get to They're going to be performing regardless, huh? Exactly. Oh, okay. So a lot of people were very it's music upset. business. Yeah. Exactly. Handle your business. Yeah, and they, they made a good... Because everybody who paid 
Everybody paid to submit their music. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So, so, that so was the problem. that's the thing that's that people had issue. an issue with. Yeah. You have yeah. to pay to submit in yeah. order for you to win. World. But isn't that normal? Not uh, really. No? Like not for no. like a grant. Not for a grant. You shouldn't have to pay for oh, a grant. Right? Okay. But I the, thought it was a grand prize. I didn't. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, the so thing was, too was then they like called back a whole pile of you, right? So it's not like yeah. 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 And so they, you and a hundreds of people were. Yeah. Candidates yeah. Yeah. called in for round selected. two, right? Yeah. You didn't have to pay more for round two. Though. No, no, yeah. they just that would have been fucked up. But their strategy was okay. We're gonna call back all these people. That's gonna be like part of the second wave. Make yeah. sure we have an audience because mm-hmm. we're gonna film it and we're gonna market it more. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what they're doing with the footage, but like yeah. So wait, at this time were they like filming? Were they getting stuff from you guys or? They were filming at the at the event okay. at the Queen Elizabeth Theater is where they had it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it was, I mean. So it was frustrating. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, I'm submitting quality material. I'm not getting a chance to showcase it. Yeah. I didn't feel like hip hop was properly represented out of like the people they chose. Yes. They, they so that was like, a major yeah, complaint that I've heard. Yeah. But also, yeah, like how did they, maybe you can give us some insight on that. Because it was just a blanket sort of thing, right? So they weren't, were they looking for anything in particular? Did you get that idea? I mean. And also like. Why would you have an event that isn't specific? <laughs> Which kind of was like annoying to me, right? Like yeah. if they, like, yeah, they weren't specific about what they were looking for. Right, like it was definitely like a dance based. Was well, a dance based radio yeah. station? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Got going in, so we submitted Sunrise. And it was, okay, it's a little bit more dancey. Yeah, more yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, and so I felt like we would at least get a shot to perform. Mm-hmm. And the person they selected for like R and B, I was just like. Really, guys, like mm-hmm. it didn't give me much confidence in the judges' right. okay. sense of right. what's quality, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bit of a shit show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> to, 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 to put it as an understatement, like I yeah. thought, like maybe people are gonna riot at the end of it. Like, well, <laughs> like, do you think, like maybe, like yo, clearly somebody has an in with the, one of the judges? But honestly, that's, what's going through my mind right that's what I'm like. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. But like, I went through the hashtags after I heard like from from you guys and. Pretty much everybody had the same experience yeah, and said the same thing right. about the people that were chosen to perform, that right. they weren't. So it wasn't representative of what Toronto offers totally. musically, because no. there are no hip-hop or rap artists. There yeah. was a weak R&B artist, which weak. you confirmed. Yeah. You had, there's hundreds of people called in to be semi-finalists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only 10 of those 100 performed. Yeah. You had to apply, like you said, $50. And then they, they were supposed to provide you resources and lists to help you? Yeah, they did provide an A&R list. Mm-hmm. Which is um, information that you could get anyway. Like, they didn't really could. provide you... Wait, like, did they have you in a room with them, or did they just hand no, you over, like, a, a notepad yeah. and a yeah. pen, and, and like, like here, which, write this down? Like, that can yeah. be a valuable thing. And it's been, you know, yeah. I've been doing submissions through, because I'm like, i got to maximize what Totally, I'm yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, Make that $50 worth it. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. like here and there, we have been getting some responses from labels and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So that part has been good. Yeah, I wouldn't do that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to target like Did the normal grants, yeah. like factors and OACs. Right, 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 right. That makes way more sense. Have you had like any other kind of negative experiences that sort of in the same vein? Like, is that like Toronto's a typical thing? Is, infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah. is that the norm? Is that I'm kind of curious. Really like, how did case? they handle that? Like, now you have all this, like, it's supposed to be something positive. Yeah. Now you have all these people shit talking to you on Yeah, Twitter. but basically like, the way they handled it on social media was, oh, you should have read the paperwork mm-hmm. in submitting this. But I'm curious about something. Because mm-hmm. there's a bunch of artists and clearly there's some people that got chosen. So I'm just playing devil's advocate in that. 
Were there any positive comments I get from like the people like like let's say on the flip side of the coin, you mm-hmm. are an R&B artist, mm-hmm. right? Would you think you would still have negative views as to the overall kind of process of or course. like just just yeah? Trying that's to a good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's legit. Like unless we're like I don't, yeah. I don't want to be like oh we're just salty type of thing. You know? like, yeah, yeah, right. exactly. Overall feedback that this overall kind of contest was actually bullshit or I think it was um that was the overall impression. Yeah, because people okay. felt slighted. Mm. But um, okay. but yeah, I'm sure like the people because they did give away what was it? They gave away five one thousand dollar prizes, mm-hmm. and the grand prize was twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. So somebody did walk away somebody with that. Somebody did walk away with it. Okay. At the end of it, there were some talented like pop and dance artists yeah. that did perform. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. if that's who you thought should be yeah. performing on stage. But then like, like the main thing was like mm-hmm. why call back like hundreds yeah. of yeah, people? Like, you needed an audience, yeah. right? Totally. Or, to make it look big. And, yeah, you know, to was, make it like seem bigger than it they was. They had their business. Yeah. Totally. Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, going into this, I don't think they're really trying to help you out. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, everybody's trying, it's trying to be a mutual benefit. Well, right? for and, sure. And that, yeah. that goes back to, again, the lack of like proper infrastructure mm-hmm. in Toronto musically to help especially out the hip-hop. young. In, mm-hmm. Yes, especially hip hop, helping yeah. out the up and coming indie artists, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. this is yeah. why we haven't, going back to episode one, where we kicked all the things off, this is why we can't. Mm-hmm. bubble like Chicago is right now this is why we're not hitting that mm-hmm. peak level because we don't mm-hmm. have any we don't have the new medias we don't have the yeah. I put out the other ones listen to that first episode <laughs> but we don't have that infrastructure baked in and we don't have like the history that like say New York has yeah right. and more importantly it's not catered to what Toronto is right now exactly Toronto is what one of the couple of weeks or maybe a month ago I saw on Twitter that now officially people are like Hip hop and rap is the number one genre in the world yeah. musically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like it's been that for years, but yeah, like, it's now, like decades. That, now that it's acknowledging it, like it finally yeah. surpassed rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, it, it did that a while ago. <laughs> but for the number one genre, like yeah. musically, what's Canada's? Mm, okay, that's yeah, a broad you know where yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, but I was like, it's a rough statement to say, but like, all right, recently, what's Canada's biggest uh, export musically? It's like Drake, mm-hmm. yeah. Weekend, mm-hmm. you know, Party Next the Door, for sure, Justin yeah. Bieber, mm-hmm. like those kind of people. That should be represented. Yeah. Right. If you're having a contest for yeah. artists, mm-hmm. yeah, in but Toronto. throwing it right, like yeah. It, well, yeah. that that that's also the thing. It, that's yeah. the I don't think they're thing. the best ones to like. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't yeah. send a, a rappers. Yeah, so, you know? Okay, but, but like, then but then yeah. be like, this is for dance artists or this right. is for a specific and it goes genre back to that of music. Aspect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they don't. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, because they've taken the money and that's probably the prize money. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So so here's the thing now. If we, we agree that D103 is not wrong in what they did mm-hmm. in, in that sense because they're a dance, like, totally. pop yeah, music yeah, yeah, yeah. radio station. Mm-hmm. Where's our hip-hop radio station? Mm-hmm. I don't... Mm-hmm. We don't have one. They don't no, exist. So that, they, like, I was before, thinking, before I was thinking, like... We had Flow. Yeah. Before yeah. we had them, they, yeah. they should have been the ones kind of running something. Right? That's what I'm saying. Well, like, yeah. if we were following the same uh, thought train where I was like, all right, this radio station caters to this, so therefore they're going to have a contest for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're looking for something for this. We don't have the the first step. We don't have that. They erased yeah. flow and yeah. made it. Uh, that's another made story. The next. But the like we don't have that, which is the same idea. Like musically, hip hop and rap isn't being represented, but yet it's what's pushing the city musically. It's, mm-hmm. it's just a weird conundrum. And, and so that's what we're saying. I was wondering, like you being the artist. Right. Entrench in this warfare. <laughs> that might even be the name of the episode. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you've been artists in the trenches right now. Like, uh, we want to know your perspective. You're a fresh young perspective. You know what? Yeah, it's living it right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every day is living. Like, 
because we're on yeah. the we're on the outside, right? We we see it through these failed contests. We see it through Twitter. We mm-hmm. see it through closing venues. We see it through all of that. We see mm-hmm. it through the There's shows we're going to. There's a lot of frustration, yeah. Right. We so. And then we wonder why all our music comes from one, <laughs> in a sense, one, one hub. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. everything else is pretty much on lock. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you know, if you look at the big labels too, like or even like the big Toronto labels, like they don't want to give up an inch. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, would you if you were XO, yeah. Rovio, whatever? You know, I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. Probably do the same if I was in their position. <laughs> when I'm in their position, like <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> he got all serious. <laughs> Remember this <Yes>. day. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it is a, it is definitely a fight where it's like you know because I still got my nine to five and stuff and I'm still mm-hmm. working to get out of. Um, it's just like right, you gotta pay that studio time. Yeah, you gotta pay the studio time. You're not, Lord knows you're not getting grants. Like, <laughs> it's all coming full circle. Yeah. Why, why, why you gotta do that? I mean, why, you, why you do that? Why you do that? Why you do that? Shout out Factor, like, Factor Canada did uh, give us a grant for I Can Do. Nice. Mm-hmm. For 1500 so. Yeah. And those are like I think like that's one of the major ones too. Like that's those are usually one of the first a- avenues people hit yeah. up, mm-hmm. and they're usually pretty good with kind of supporting. Oh, but yeah. like yeah. that's wait one that that's one main one. You know yeah. how many more do we need? Like the artistry, the the music, just in a place like Toronto culturally. Like yeah. there's gonna be so many different types of music, like so many mishmash. Who's supporting it? How yeah. is that music getting out to the world? Like yeah. why is it that our artists need to leave Toronto yeah. to get any sort of shine or support? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and like what, like what is our role as like consumers? Like wh- how, how, like how can we go out and support the people that we need to support? How do we mm-hmm. get introduced to newer music? How do we get more involved? Well, right. uh, Mark's album is gonna be on iTunes. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he did say it's about nine ninety nine. So yeah. you just, uh, it's a one two. Uh, Credit card interaction thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, you know how we're talking about, like, sometimes, like, the fans now, they want to be more involved, yes. you know? I want to mm-hmm. see, I want to see him walking around Toronto. Like, that shit is exciting to us, you know? Let us get a Snapchat with you in the frame, you know? Let, mm-hmm. let us know you're really in Toronto. On that ass <laughs> you know, you, you see Drake sitting courtside at the Toronto Raptors. It makes you feel good, right? But you get with what I'm the saying. the lint roller? Yeah, right? <laughs> right. OBO. Feeling himself a little too oh, much, <laughs> No, but if you, like, if you were him, would you not do the same? I would do the same. Yeah. I'm Thank going you. to do the same. You know, just... I'm hmm. this year. Coming out with my own sneakers. <laughs> I have some words. I like them goals. <laughs> I like them goals. <laughs> yeah, but we're winding down. I think we touched all the things we want to hit on today. So, again, mm-hmm. we've been with Mark Brathwaite. You can find him at. You'll do yeah. your plug thing. Of course, right. everything will be in the links and the descriptions. But Yeah. It's MCB Music on Insta. Mark Brathwaite on Twitter and SoundCloud. Uh, MCB. Uh, Brathwaite on Facebook, um, Mark Brathwaite Vivo on YouTube. <laughs> sub me, <laughs> <laughs> sub, uh, sub me, sub me. Uh, it's Ify over here producer named Yoso. You don't know. In case you don't know. Crazy, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that Yoso. Uh, and you got Marta here at Bless This Beast, and you got Shaw at Queen Midas. And it's D, you know, the mad man, them dog. <laughs> last minute king, fam. Coming through. This has been a fresh, young perspective. Yes, episode five. And we out. <laughs>